There's a sign in the grounds outside the town hall which announces that this is the Sir Harry Lauder Memorial Garden. Once upon a time it may have been an appropriate tribute to the man born in Portobello over 150 years ago. In his kilt, Amoshanter and Cromach, he became a Scottish superstar, particularly in America. And that image, I'm told, was once reflected in the planting that you'd hardly know it now. But that's only a small part of the U-shaped gardens around the hall, and now the trustees are keen to make sure that they look as neat and cared for as the building itself. I met two of them, Sally Dyson and Fiona Barr, and started by asking Sally to give me an audio tour of what's there. We've got a lot of outdoor space around the town hall, and there are some things already taking place in there, but there's so much more that could take place. So what we're doing is we want to have a consultation to bring in all of the views from people in the neighbourhood, their hopes, their fears, get their ideas, so that we can make the outside space really work and understand the different types of things it could be used for and how those interlink together. For those people who don't know, could you just walk us round it? Oh, I can have a go. So if you arrive in front of the town hall, there are two entrances. There's one which is paved on the left-hand side, and that's paved all the way up to the back. And that's where the current access is for people who use wheelchairs or have mobility or buggies and push chairs. If you carry on going, and then there's an area across the back of the town hall where some people have been using that as growing space. Actually, that also opens up onto Lothian Dance Academy and some housing at the back. If you carry on and then turn right, coming down the side of the town hall, there's more garden space, some more paved area and the current home of the Harry Lauder Memorial Garden. Looking at the Harry Lauder Garden, you wonder actually what is actually supposed to be describing because it is kind of overgrown. You don't quite know what the plants are. Absolutely. And that's one of the things that I didn't understand either around the twisty, it's hazelnut willow, isn't it? Mm. I didn't understand that and kind of why that was there. So someone had to explain that to me. So the Harry Lauder Memorial Garden is there as part of the town hall outside space. It has got overgrown because a lot of the space there has been neglected. So we want to make sure that, you know, the whole space is loved again and everything has its place and understand if there are some features there why they're there and why they're important. And of course at the back, as you've already mentioned, there was a little collective of growers who were actually quite protective of their own space there. Absolutely. And they are there growing. I have to be very careful because obviously it's, you know, it is a space that's very precious to them. We've been talking to them over the past two years around that space and they're on board with the consultation as well so they're going to be part of it and the other thing is you know we have to say if we're going to have some growing space is this the best space two massive trees there that cast loads of shadow so not really good for growing your veggies at the same time you want some nice sunlight so it's all those things that we've got the time to consider now so on the day itself that's the 24th What you're hoping for is that people will maybe come in and scribble ideas down on bits of paper for you? Yeah, pretty much, just about. Be encouraging people to come between two o'clock and four o'clock in the afternoon. Some people have not been all the way around the ground, so we'll walk people around, listen to them as they're going around, and then back inside the town hall. Essentially, we'll have three kind of stations with big pieces of paper. One will be hopes. One will be fears, 
and what would be ideas and we just want to encourage people probably through post-it notes or similar to just write what they want to write on those three big bits of paper we'll take those away as trustees and have a look across all of that and see what we've got there and then start to look at some different options start to do some analysis of that but we're also joined by another recently joined trustee fiona Barr. Now, Fiona, you have a particular interest in this working properly because you live very close to the town hall. Yes, I actually live um, simply over the wall from the grounds of the town hall. My house backs on to the back of the town hall and I've been there for close to 30 years now. So I have seen all sorts of uses of the space in the past and obviously more recently I have the allotments. I think they were called small allotments just at the back of my wall there. But I'm also very, very aware of how overgrown it's become. It's not a particularly safe space at the moment because some steps have been damaged, certainly isn't safe in the rain and such like. And people are using it to sort of go through to the Dance Academy and to the back of Rosefield. You know, it's, it's such a shame because the town hall now looks fabulous. It's buzzing with activities. There's so many events happening. But the sad space roundabout is, I think, bringing the whole thing down a little bit. So, yes, I mean, it's important that the space is used and it's used constructively, but I have vested interest that it, it, it's done in a way that is very sympathetic and, and appropriate. But given by sympathetic and appropriate, as a neighbour, yes. you do not want too much in the way of noise. You want to make sure that people understand that it is... Yes, a public space, but it is a place they have to use carefully. Anybody that has close neighbours needs to recognise that, you know, some activities are not appropriate. There's very strict rules, according to the council, with regard to noise outside. In their past, there were complaints, obviously, about how the space was being used, but it wasn't really down to anybody in particular. It was just, it wasn't being managed properly. So it'd be wonderful to see it as attractive as the interior is now, but also to see it as a positive space that the community can enjoy without any detriment to the neighbours, quite frankly. Sally Dyson, I think it's now about five, six, nearly six months since you took control of the town hall. There have been events there from Oliver onwards, which hasn't happened for a long time. It's been amazing. So we're getting to month seven and the variety of events has been absolutely fantastic. We have makers markets, we have exercise classes, we've had Oliver, we had the fantastic production of Cinderella, the pantomime at Christmas. We've had different cultural events there and overwhelmingly in this current year, so 2024, as we stand today, there are four weekends that are left to be booked. Come and book early if you want that. We've got bookings into 2025. And alongside all of this, we've been able to do some refresh and refurbishment works as well. So as you go in, you'll see the foyer isn't tobacco yellow anymore. It's a lovely, brighter, lighter colour. We've been able to change a lot of the bulbs for LEDs. That might sound like a small thing, but those are really high ceilings. You know, going towards our environmental footprint. We've got the majority of the seats on the balcony 
all repaired and in working order so not only do we have the downstairs space we've also been able to open up the balcony doing a refresh of the kitchen that's ongoing at the moment the green rooms the little meeting rooms in the back have all been spruced up and it's toilet next yes. i think yes. toilets <laughs> yes. a really important <laughs> yes. one yes we've got the licensing to the council at the moment so we, we can increase the number of toilets uh, which is really important for people in a venue because it's the first thing that people complain about and we'd rather see people chatting and enjoying what there is at the town hall than being stood in a queue. So looking at this in the round taking over this has been really a fundamental success. Absolutely without a doubt I mean I was fortunate to come in after a lot of the hard work had been done quite frankly but I mean the excitement the buzz, the positive feedback, the numbers, thousands and thousands of people being through the doors of the town hall, coming out excited, buzzing, when's the next event? It's been absolutely phenomenal and definitely the response, not just of the very local community, but people have come far and wide and it's certainly, I mean, Portie's always been on the map in our eyes, but, but absolutely people coming to Portobello being so impressed with the town hall, some of the productions, the events, and deciding that they will definitely come back. And just a reminder that next Saturday the hall will be open to let anyone in the community or neighbourhood share their ideas about how to use this outdoor space. Sally and Fiona hope you'll drop in any time between two and four. And that's it for another week. Next week, the window wonderland. Remember the beautiful displays that brightened up Porty before Christmas a couple of years ago? Well, it's moved to the spring, and we'll be hearing about what the organisers at Action Porty are hoping for. As usual, if you have an idea for a future episode, then get in touch either by social media or email to the Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening. Bye for now.